The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. Our special guest today, Jack Decker, runs a million-dollar lawn care business in Virginia. And what's even more impressive than that, the business is just a few years old. That is right. So Jack and I share the same bookkeepers, Megan and Joey Coberly from Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. And they've been for a while nudging me and encouraging me. They're like, dude, you got to have Jack share his story because he knows his numbers and he's building his business the right way. And so I think it's going to uh, add a lot of value today of how we can make more money in business and just the importance of making sure that we do things the right way as we're building a strong foundation in our business. So it's going to be a lot of fun hearing Jack's stories as well as his tips for how we can make more money in our businesses. Thanks to today's show sponsor, Jobber, for making today's episode possible. Jobber is giving away 25 grants for a total of $150,000. Now, you must apply by May 26, 2022 to get some of this grant money. And a grant, guys, is they give you the money and that's it. It's not a loan where you have to pay it back. You receive the money and then you can use it to boost whatever you want to boost in your business. Maybe Hint, hint, some of y'all need some better marketing all right? or, or, or website or maybe some fresh new uniforms or a new trailer or a new Toro lawnmower, or the new PB90, well, it's not brand new, but the, the PB9010 Echo Blower, whatever you want to get um, with the money. Some folks are going to get $2,500 and, and some are even going to get $15,000. They have different tiers. So um, all that's available at jobbergrants.com. And again, thanks to our friends at Jobber. Guys, they've been a longtime sponsor. If you've listened to our program for a while, you know uh, they've been with us since the beginning. So we really appreciate our friends at Jobber and the fact that they're selling $150,000 uh, in the home service-based business. It's really Encouraging. So when you're filling out your application, hint, hint, wink, wink, mention you're a Paul Jamison listener, Green Industry Podcast listener, because I think multiple of you guys are going to win. So, uh, you know, just mention that in your application and whoever is listening that does win, make sure you reach out to us and let us know you won and how much you won and, and we'll celebrate with you. So uh, you can do that at jobbergrants.com. Well, without further ado, let's hear Jack's inspirational story. Jack Decker, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Paul. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Well, I look forward to hearing about your story. What year did you get started? I started in 2019, um, just about the day I graduated college. I came back and went full-time. I've been going since. And you already have 17 employees now, just a few years later. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, it picked up fast. The first, uh, from May till that fall, it was just me. And then I got one guy that fall to help out with fall cleanups and stuff. And then after that, it's just a few people. And then springtime last year, a little bit before, a little over a year ago, it, it went from five to 10 and then 10 to 15 this year. So it's gone up pretty quick. Wow. When you guys started, were you, what services were you offering? Um, pretty basic maintenance, mowing, pruning, mulching, all that stuff, uh, clean up, stuff like that. Sort of the basic stuff is sort of what I started out at. And that's basically our main course still. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've broken into like, we have a hardscape division now. So we do patios, retaining walls and walkways, big projects like that. K- Caleb Wallman style. Main yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I love following him, but uh, yeah, the, the, the basic stuff uh, for the, the core of the business is mostly maintenance. Okay. And then how did you get educated on how to do these larger scale projects? Um, like the hardscaping um, jobs. Uh, some of it was trial and error, definitely. But um, just studying stuff and, and looking at videos and watching courses and and trying it and doing it and failing it and, and retrying it and trying to correct it. And then um, I never really wanted to get into it, honestly, because I felt like I was the only one who could do it. So I, I'd have uh. to be on the job to make sure everything's going right. And that didn't really make sense. And then I got a few really good uh, – really good group of guys who can do it and know more about it than me. So, so I I sort of turn them loose on projects and they, they go for it. Tell me a little bit more about that. How did you find people competent and skillful to do these um, meticulous jobs? Yeah. So I got, I brought somebody on um, and this person I'm talking about, Adon, he he came on to help with mowing and landscaping and stuff like that because he can do all that. And then, we got a couple smaller like retaining wall jobs and patios and, and, uh, kind of found out he was really good at it. Wow. And he loved doing it. And basically that year he's doing a little bit of both. And then, and then we decided this is what you should be doing full time, you know? So I brought some more guys on guys with experience, well, older guys. So everyone's kind of got their own way of doing things and they just mesh it all together and, and, uh, knock stuff out. It's pretty cool. That's beautiful. How uh, did you get connected? You were telling me off air that we use the same bookkeeping service, uh, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Yeah. How did you get connected with them and, and how did they help you grow? Because to go from one to five to 10 to 17, if you don't have a good foundation, it's all going to implode. And from what I've heard about you, you actually have a solid, solid structure and foundation and you're, you're growing with profits. So how'd you get connected to Gulf Coast bookkeeping and how did getting your, knowing your numbers help you grow? Yeah, that's a good question. So first off, I, I found them by listening to one of your podcasts. I heard them on an ad, called them up and basically got started right away. And this was probably January of last year. So before that, I was kind of doing it on my own, very old school, basic stuff, receipts, stacks of receipts with post-it notes on it to make sure, you know, everything was going the right way. So I sort of had an idea of what to do, but obviously not, not to the level of them. And, and having them on is, is a huge help. I mean, I don't, I don't know what I would do without them. They're, 
they're awesome. And staying on top of that's huge, of course. The, the monthly meetings that you talk about and making sure everything's going in the right direction and and you're making money. Yeah, keep going to, and keep growing. It's a big help. Yeah, to the guys that are listening that are doing what we used to do with the, the shoebox, the receipts, and kind of kicking the can down the road and, and just a raggedy accounting operation, how has that helped you knowing that you essentially – they kind of are like your CFO in a, a sense that right. once a month you have to face the facts of this, the story that your numbers are telling as you go over your profit and loss statement, you go over um, the statement of cash flows, you go over your balance sheet and you have to, you have to face the facts. What, how did you actually perform the previous month? Good, bad or ugly. How has that helped you kind of be accountable and kind of know, Oh wow, we're doing good or Whoa, we could probably improve over here. Yeah. So having them, you know, have the actual facts, there's, there's no running from the numbers. If you're doing the accounting yourself, you can kind of think like this category is a little low because I did this and you're not really, you know, getting the full picture, but if you have someone doing it unbiased, just looking at numbers, numbers, that's it. You know, that's the fact, you know, there's no excuses for anything and having that accountability and, and really looking at it at the end of the month is, is really, really helpful. And I suggest anyone getting started trying to go for that, you know, as early as possible. Yeah. As soon as possible. How, how do you think that's affected your bidding and estimating and pricing? Do you feel like you're, you're confident when you give quotes now? Cause you actually know this is where I'm at and this is why I got to be here. And, and you can give those higher, higher bids. Cause you just have confidence that that's what you have to charge to, to hit profit. Yeah, absolutely. And, Going back to the uh, the man hour rate that you talk about, that's a big thing too. It's like before you don't know your numbers, you might you might let someone talk you down on price or something like that, and, mm-hmm. and not hold to your man hour rate. And having the numbers to back it up, like I, now I have to be at this X amount per hour. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you got to change something. You got to either up your prices, work it. Your phone's cutting out, Jack. Let's see here. One second, guys. Can you hear me? Your phone cut out there. Oh, sorry. I got a phone call. Put it on. Oh, yeah. There you go. I got one earlier. It happens every time. Every single time. I Every time. Ain't no one calling me all day, and I go to do a podcast. FaceTime, my cousin. Every single time. How does he know on podcast? <laughs> Hey folks, we have a thing coming up here. It's called Together in the Trades. And it is a summit for couples in business. In Nashville, Tennessee. June 2022. (laughs) June 25th, 2022 at the Music Study Center. In Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, and it's going to be so exciting. It is a summit on how not to get divorced from your spouse if you work together. Yes, and it's not the be-all end-all, but it's tools and tips to help you work on your spouse and your relationship together if you run a company together. Because believe it or not, you run a company together and you may not even know it even if the other person has a job outside the business. And you're not, both bringing that stress home. And it's not just us talking. We bring in industry professionals and we also bring in real-life examples like ourselves. That yeah. We're constantly and marriage from. counselors, things yeah. like that. So so June 25th, 2022, com. Nashville, Tennessee. It's going to be an awesome time. See you there. 
Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. You feel more confident in 2021 and 2022 than you did in 19 and 20 before you kind of really knew the numbers of the business more intentionally. Yeah, yeah, definitely more comfortable. And when you have so many things going on and different crews doing different services every day, it's, it's, I mean, there's no way I'd be able to do it without, without knowing your numbers and knowing the bookkeeping behind it. Because when you have so much things, so many things going on, all the services and, and, uh, you know, different jobs going on. It's really important to stay on top of everything. Yeah, totally. So as you grow, how do you make sure that you're still hitting the profit margins that you would like to be hitting? Well, I think it starts with the bidding and estimating mm-hmm. and making sure, you know, if we come to this job, especially landscaping, you know, if mm-hmm. we have how many, how many people are going to be on this crew, if we have three, four or five, or six, will we make money? Can we make money? What can we do to make sure things go faster? How many trucks should we bring to this job to make sure trucks and trailers, make sure it cut down on drive time, stuff like that. So it starts with the bidding and planning. Uh, planning the jobs, I think, is is really important. And that's a that's a good foundation there. Totally. So with your, your 17 or so employees, what's kind of your flow? Do you guys meet at a shop in the morning and disperse from there? What, what, what have you found is like your company culture and, and works best to motivate these guys to get out there and crush it? Yeah, I think, uh, culture is really important. It's something I'm pretty, pretty proud of almost most proud of, of, of what we have going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a really good group of guys and yeah, we meet in the morning, um, at a shop and, and everyone kind of gets loaded up and set up and, and goes on from there. 
the crew leaders have their responsibilities that evening when they come back or in the morning, make sure everything goes smooth. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, right now it's mowing season. So every, the mowing crews are pretty much not self-directed, but not, not much direction needed there mm-hmm. in the morning. And then the landscaping will go over some jobs and go over some stuff. The hardscaping guys, they know exactly what to do. Sometimes they'll meet on the job in the morning just because it's a week, month job, whatever, something like that. But yeah, for the most part, everyone meets in the shop in the morning. Okay. And then how many crews do you have doing um, lawn maintenance? And then how many on, on the landscape enhancements and how many with the hardscape jobs? Yeah, right now we have three mowing crews and one or two landscaping crews, usually one, sometimes we'd need to make it two, and um, one hardscaping crew and one guy who stays in the shop, basically making sure everything runs smooth, doing deliveries, stuff like that. Okay. That sounds, if I worked for you, that's the job I would take. Yeah. That, <laughs> that, that sounds fun. Now, what's your um, job other than oh, you're the owner of the business, but what do you actually do? Are you like the general manager quarterback in all this or, or what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. I'd say majority of my days looking at new jobs and doing estimates and sales, stuff like that. Okay. So um, you're, you're in that sales bidding estimating yeah, role. Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. That's where I spend the majority of my time. And then I'll, I'll check on jobs every now and then, but hopefully everything goes smooth. So I don't need to. What's been your marketing tips to, to create, to create all this work? Um, when I started out, it was flyers for sure. I did thousands, thousands of flyers by hand, putting it in the mailbox, paper Mm -hmm. box. I think that's, if anyone's starting out, that's a great one to do. It's Mm -hmm. cheap. You can do it at night through the night, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, that was a big one for sure. Having a website, having a good website is key. That's yeah. probably my number one tip, um, especially right now. That's huge. Having a website, um, branding, I think is really important. You know, having lettered up trucks, lettered up trailers, everyone in uniform every day. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. It, it makes you look professional, makes you look like a team. How has, you mentioned uh, you're a fan of Caleb Allman earlier and, and that you found our show and, and, and Gulf Coast Bookkeeping through our show. How has the community of podcasters and the, the various folks, they're all my buddies and friends, but how has right. this content influenced a young, you know, young business like yours in year four or five? How has that helped elevate your business where you didn't have to make all the bonehead mistakes that Caleb and I and the others have made that we tell the stories of, but you're hopefully going to skip all that. How, how has all that influenced you? Oh, it's huge. It's huge. Taking in as much as you can. Learning from the mistakes is huge. Like you mentioned, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a pivotal thing when you're, when you're trying to start a business and the, the community is awesome. I mean, you have so many guys talking about so many different things, different size businesses, different models, different stuff like that. Um, when I found them, that was, that was really cool when I found that uh, Keith Kelfis was the first one I found. He he, I I can credit him to changing the direction of my life for sure because I didn't know where I was, what I was gonna do. You know, uh, after school I was in sophomore in college, and um, I was right at that point in the middle of sophomore year where you had to choose a choose a uh, a major to figure out what you're gonna do for the rest of the <laughs> out of school rest of your life I guess, but um. That's when I found him. I was, I was looking up some fall cleanup videos and stuff. I didn't know any of this stuff existed. Then right then I found out that 
you know, this could be a full-time thing because I've been doing it a little bit. But uh, when I found his videos, that was that was life-changing for sure. Yeah, I think every landscaper needs to binge uh, watch Keith Kalfas landscaping videos. Absolutely. The old school ones. The new ones are great, yeah. but I'm talking like the old school ones, man. Th- those are yeah. those are my favorite, man. They're just raw, yeah. Keith. Oh, it's yeah. so good. The night, nighttime videos. Yeah, he walks out. The struggle it, story, stories. Yeah, for yep. sure. I used to yeah. work in radio with Mr. Producer years ago, and at night I did the midnight to 6 a.m. shift, mm-hmm. and so... I'd watch Keith and and uh, there's a guy back then named Geek the Freak and I'd watch YouTube all night long, midnight <laughs> to six a.m. when I wasn't on the air doing radio. Yeah. Oh man, it, it's so it's so um, educational, motivational, inspirational, and and especially when you're starting out um, to charge the right prices and things of that mm-hmm. nature. I, I learned a lot from Keith, and so from those videos, how did you get connected with Caleb and me and the others? Um, I would I would just say. I kept watching them and kept learning from different people. And when someone new popped up, I'd, I'd check them out and see what they're about. And then of course I was, I was drawn to Caleb with the hardscaping stuff. He really knows his stuff. I mean, he knows a lot. So it's cool watching his videos. Yeah. yeah. The hardscape Academy is our number one sponsor. So we can't thank, we can't thank uh, Brittany, Nicole and uh, Caleb enough. They're, um, you know, they're such a support of what we're doing at the green industry podcast. And I was actually just talking to somebody today, um, Jack, that if you have a lawn care landscaping business, you really need to um, learn how to upsell and cross sell higher ticket price services. Mm-hmm. And if the fast track to get educated to do that is the Hardscape Academy. So, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, what's your goals for the the rest of this season and, and beyond? Uh, for this year, I, I do like where we're at. Right now, I think we got a really good thing going, and and uh, we can handle a lot of work with with what we have right now. Um, definitely want to keep get more jobs and stuff like that, more properties, more nice jobs, and then I like the direction that we're heading. I like the services breakdown. You know, we have our maintenance and our landscaping and hardscaping. I like, I kind of like the ratio and the the balance that we have with that. And it, it brings year round work. Of course, that we we do get snow here sometimes, so we'll snow plow in the winter, stuff like that. So I do like the ratio that we're at right now with all the different things that we do. So I, I just want to keep expanding that and definitely keep focusing on the maintenance because the maintenance will bring year round work. Yeah, as you're now a million dollar company and, and really growing this thing, what would you say has been your biggest mistake in, in going from just starting out after college to where you are today? What what was that biggest mistake you made? Um, I would say starting out early, I wanted to do everything myself and I was, I was a little bit afraid of, you know, giving the reins to somebody else to do something. Cause everyone always expected me to be there to do it. But mm-hmm. once I let go of that, I think trusting other people is a really, really big thing. It's, it's definitely not a problem now, but starting out, I think I could have gone up, learned about it a little bit quicker. Um, if I brought somebody in to help me as, as opposed to trying to do everything myself. And that was really just the first year. But looking back, I, I sort of wish I brought somebody on sooner to do that. But um, I would say I would say that was that would be the biggest mistake. Of course, there's plenty, plenty of little mistakes I could go on about. But and what's your biggest tip for uh, recruiting the best employees and, and building that team? Where do you find good, good, good workers? 
Yeah. So if you have a really strong culture and everyone feels appreciated for and, and, um, and valued, I think, I think it starts there for sure. Cause my best employees and my most, the most employees that I get are referrals from other employees. Wow. I would say, I don't know. I could probably track 14 or 15 back to somebody else at the company. Yeah. And I think I learned this from Entree Leadership with Dave Ramsey. And he's like, thoroughbreds hang out with thoroughbreds. And so right. when you find a thoroughbred, somebody that uh, takes initiative, they show up on time, they have um, that juice behind their work, m- meaning mm-hmm. not the drugs, but like the, yeah. you know, they have a little passion, they have a little pep in their step. They, they, they right. do a good job. Well, they're not hanging around with losers that their, their personality can't compute that. And so they're right. hanging around with other thoroughbreds. And so that's the secret sauce right there is you get a good one. He's, he or she has to have other people in that same similar mindset. So I, I think that's phenomenal that you tapped Absolutely. into that stream. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It starts with culture for sure. Cool. Well, while you have um, our audience listening, maybe guys are out in the in the mowers, bobcats, trucks. They're just tuning in, listening to Jack from Virginia. What what else would you like to impart or share that you think can help someone else as they're growing their business? Um, starting out early, I would say what what'll give you an advantage is staying extremely extremely focused on on everything. Like, don't get sidetracked by other services or other businesses in that case and stay really, really focused and stay really, really active. Like just keep, keep getting better. Keep getting closer to your goal every single day. Even if it's just a little bit, if you have, if you're having a bad day or a bad week, at least make sure you get a little bit closer to where you want to go and keep staying active and pushing forward. I think starting out, that's the key. It'll set you, set you apart. Well said, Jack. Well, I really appreciate your time and What's the name of your business? How can people connect with you um, on social media and things of that nature? Yeah, so the business is Jack's Lawn Care and Landscaping. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, it's Jack's Lawn and Landscape, at Jack's Lawn and Landscape. Awesome. And then how can uh, g- give a little plug for my my bookkeepers, Megan and Joey, man. They're, they're the one that set up cool. this interview. They for, right. for like months, they're like, man, you got to interview Jack Decker from Virginia. And, and uh, he's just crushing it, man. You got you got to interview him. And I, I said, all right, well, you set, set it up for me. So here we are. Yeah. Gulf Coast bookkeeping. Um, if you're looking for a bookkeeper, hit them up. They'll uh, they'll take care of you. They make it extremely, extremely easy. Um, and, and it's just something that you need for your business. So, so look into that for sure. Cool. Well, well, well said my friend, and I'm, I'm really proud of, proud of you. And uh, I'm going to have to share this information with Keith. It'll make his day to know that there's someone that built a million dollar landscaping business off one of those, um, Keith Kalfas rants. That's, yep. that's awesome. Yep. I can see it now. I can see the video now. Yep. Uh, I, I think I know which video you're talking about, <laughs> man. I, I love those ones where his eyes are all. He's it's late at night and he's like, he's all frustrated. It's like 2 a.m. and it's cold and he's like, oh, it get me fired up, man. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, keep up the great work, man. And uh, thanks for taking time out of your busy work day to, to um, be a guest on the show. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, guys, I hope Jack's story pumped you up like it did for me. 
iron sharpens iron. And just to get to hear Jack's story, how he's serving people, he's building a team, man, his future is bright, bright, bright as he builds this business. And one of the reasons I can confidently say that is because he's building the proper foundation in his culture, in his marketing, in his bookkeeping. As he builds this business with a strong foundation, as he grows, it's not going to all implode like these crazy stories that we see or maybe even personally have experienced. But I just love to see a business with such a good foundation and, and someone who's intentional to make sure that foundation is good. And one of the things Jack mentioned throughout this program was he knows his numbers and he's intentional to know those numbers. And maybe in your business, you're like, you know what, Paul, I, I really don't know my numbers. I kind of generally have an idea, but I don't really understand them. Well, as I've shared many times on this program, my personal bookkeepers can help you know your numbers. They literally not only will take care of your books and make sure everything is orderly, clean, in the proper place so you don't have to worry about all of that, but they'll actually once a month do a meeting with you called the Know Your Numbers Monthly Meeting where they will walk you through your profit and loss statement and help you understand the story that the numbers in your business is telling. And they'll also help you with uh, understanding your balance sheet for the that month or the previous month, as well as the statement of cash flows. Now, this can be intimidating. And honestly, I was telling Megan and Joey this the other day. I was in uh, a little bit of a sloppy, unorganized state when I met them. And I was a little intimidated to even hire them to be my bookkeepers because I was like, man, these people are so sharp. They're so on point They're They got it together when it comes to the financial part of a business. And it was a little bit of a friction for me. And thankfully, I humbled myself and I, I reached out to them. I had met them at Jason Creel's conference and was just uh, immediately impressed with them. Megan spoke a little bit and I got to interview him for my podcast, but long story short, I reached out to them and I hired them to be my bookkeepers. And after a few months of the know your numbers meeting, it really started to, to get me more focused on my numbers. And, and now years later, I, I can't even begin to describe how important they are in my success and just kind of that safety net or, or guardrail to make sure my my business is headed in the right direction of success. And if I start to veer off, the numbers will expose that and, and they will, you know, gently, but, you know, clearly show me where there might be a red flag in my business so I can get on top of it. And it's such a, it's, it's, it's so worth it. It's such a blessing to have them on my team. And for a limited time, guys, I don't know how much longer they're going to keep all this open and, and have this availability where they can, um, be involved with Jack's business, my business, other people's businesses. But for now, you can get in while the getting in is good. And all you got to do is go to golfcoastbk.com, get a free 15-minute call. And I'm telling you, it's, it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my business is hiring such professional, caring, intelligent, knowledgeable people. And that's Megan and Joey Coberly and their team at Golf Coast Bookkeeping. So you heard it from Jack. You heard it from me. And uh, I hope you will uh, at least take the, the 15 minutes to introduce yourself to them and see if it's a good fit. And uh, as all of you listening know that, that use them, it is definitely a game changer. So, again, their website is golfcoastbk.com. And the 15-minute good fit call is completely free. So, thanks for listening to today's episode, guys. I really appreciate it. And it's good to get to meet Jack. It's so fun to get to meet you guys and hear these stories. It, it, it truly... Uh, encourages me. So thank you. 
Thanks for listening. Smash that follow button. We hope to catch you on tomorrow's episode or the next episode if you're on a little binge action. Hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Street Podcast. Thanks for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.